Ladies and gentlemen, we are back again, filling the gap podcast. What's going on? How's everybody doing? They doing good. I heard you. I heard y'all through the phones <laughs> and, and, and the radios. Whatever y'all listen to, I heard y'all. Y'all said y'all doing good. I doing love that. Good, doing good. So y'all, welcome back to filling the gap. If you don't know, now you about to know. This is our mission statement. This is why we do what we do. Filling the gap is dedicated to bridging disparities and creating equitable opportunities for all individuals. We believe our mission is to identify and address gaps in various domains. We strive to empower individuals and communities, ensuring that no one is left behind. And together, we can fill the gap and build a brighter future for all. For everybody. Everybody. I say it all the time. Everybody, everybody. I think that was a... Uh, Sounds of Blackness song. Black Blackness. Blackness, yeah. <laughs> sounds yeah, yeah. of Blackness back in the day. Everybody, everybody. But yes, yeah, so we definitely um, are excited. Again, we talked before about entitlement. We talked about relationships. But now I think we need to go a little deeper. Um, and I think from what I've experienced, what I've talked to other people about, mm-hmm. is that I think we need to tackle um, what we can in retrospect to trauma. Now, we're not any licensed or clinical certified physicians, so we're none of that. However, we do have our viewpoint on how we can fill in the gap from uh, our generations to just discuss and talk about traumas and how traumas have affected us and those who we know. um, And then what were some of the outcomes and resolutions uh, from those set traumas? Think about that. That reminded me of... um you you seen Steve Harvey came out with his show, Judge Steve Harvey. Yeah, yeah. We, everybody yeah, knows Steve yeah. Harvey ain't no judge. <laughs> it's like his opinions and what he's saying. So y'all keep that in mind. Right, we, we're right. not licensed like that. No, nah, none of that. Although I am working on my master's in mental health, but again, I am not certified or licensed in the capacity of mental health or an expert in trauma. So we're just going to talk about our experiences, those of others we know, and just let's have a conversation. Yeah, let's have a conversation. So what I want to do, let me go ahead if I can and just give a a definition of trauma. This is straight from the dictionary. It says trauma is a pervasive problem. It results from exposure to an incident or series of events that are emotionally disturbing or life threatening with lasting adverse effects on the individual's functioning and mental, physical, social, emotional and spiritual well-being that's that's a lot now it also tells us if you look at the um the website for substance abuse and mental health services administration they're saying trauma um, is described from the results of physical harm emotional harm and life-threatening harm they also say that the events of, of these circumstances are have lasting adverse effects on an individual's mental health physical health emotional health, social well-being, and spiritual well-being. So they're pretty much saying exactly what the definition of trauma is. And I don't know about anybody that may be listening, but speaking from my own past experience, I do know what trauma feels like. Yeah. Because I've had a l- I've had my share of trauma in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, and even growing up, without giving a lot of detail, um, trauma can be a lasting effect especially if you as you know if it starts out with you as a young person and you don't know that you're dealing with trauma yeah see you don't know you're dealing with trauma until it's been revealed to you that you've been traumatized Ooh, <laughs> we're going somewhere we're going somewhere yeah 
So that's that's something, you know, over time as you mature and you grow, you will discover because you're looking at phobias or fears, you're looking at uh, being shut down. There was a point and I'm going to use, you know, there was a point where I didn't even know how to communicate with people because I will always want to write things down on paper and pass a note. Yeah. Not knowing that the reason that was happening was because I was dealing with a past trauma and didn't know it. Mm. Or um, I acted a certain way in certain relationships because of the trauma I experienced at a very young age. Now, the trauma that I experienced didn't have anything to do with my parents. I'm just putting a clause out there now. So my parents are wonderful parents. They didn't have anything <laughs> to do with this particular trauma yeah. that I dealt with because they did not even know I was dealing with it. Mm-hmm. So, so question. Uh-huh. So when we're talking about trauma, do you think that someone, one, can recognize their own trauma just by self-reflection and saying, oh, why do I do this? Or do you think the understanding of trauma or re- the recognition of trauma has to come from someone else? I think it's twofold. Now, remember, you guys, this is our opinion yeah. and our thoughts. Um, but based off my 40 plus years of experience, (laughs) (laughs) it's twofold because I think as a young child, as a minor, you may not necessarily know you're dealing with trauma because of your environment. I think as you get older, like, uh, your teenage years and, and, you know, high school, college, you recognize that you're dealing with trauma because now you're recognizing the type of um, harm that's being done to you right in a relationship physical abuse mental abuse um so as you get older i think you kind of recognize things that aren't really right mm-hmm. but when you're a child you may feel like something doesn't feel right but you don't have the knowledge to know that it's not right right you see what i'm saying you kind of just go with it just go with and it and accept it yeah 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 but then it's making you feel a certain way as you continue to accept it and you get older, but then it shuts you down and causes you to be an introvert or causes you to somehow not be as socially active as you would be because of whatever you're now struggling with internally. Right. That's like making me think like, because I've known people growing up through high school, um, and just people in general, like, because we're African-American who Mm -hmm. are black, but they've had that trauma or encounter with, someone who's not black, you know, white, and they allow what that one person did affect how they see everyone, which is trauma, what we're Mm -hmm. talking about. And that's like not right. And that's just terrible because now you're judging a whole race because of one thing that you just experience you know and, and this, this is a this is a this is a heavy conversation no it is and, and and but it's needed um because we're talking about filling a gap to have the understanding um and where the disparity lies because you're right because what will happen is that we unknowingly develop biases and prejudices yeah based off that one experience mm-hmm. not knowing that same thing like you say so, so we'll keep it real african-americans we have a fo- some of us many of us have a phobia of a police you yeah. know, growing up, yeah, we understand they're supposed to protect and serve, but as time progressed, yeah, you know, there was trauma from an experience or visually seeing an experience right. happen to someone else. Yeah. So sometimes, um, you know, from a personal standpoint, trauma may not be something that's n- done to you personally, mm-hmm. 
but you could have witnessed it done to someone you care about in their presence or even what we watch and what we see on the internet like we all watch cops we watch this and that but it's like you know that all plays a part into and how we go about trauma and living our life like i remember i was in the in the back of the car with um two friends of mine but he got pulled over and my heart being fast i'm like i'm not driving i'm not doing (laughs) nothing but my heart being fast because i'm like you just don't know no and that does tie back in to trauma and then you know having anxiety in those different situations yeah yeah because then you know it, it starts affecting um your attitude yeah it starts affecting your emotions it starts affecting um your behavior um and then you're wondering man you know why am i so edgy why am i so quick to snap why am i so angry or why do i always want to like fight yeah and it's because of past hurt or that ties into trauma that has not been resolved you know that you're still harboring or carrying um for me there were things i carried for years you know even you know at, at a young age that i didn't even know i was carrying until i started recognizing when i got older man this ain't right yeah why do i keep doing this but at that point it would become habitual if not dealt with It'd be like first nature, mm-hmm. you know, and that that's that's very serious. So one, we got to understand what trauma is, um, what it impacts. It don't just impact us as individuals, but also impacts those around us. You know, those we care about who want to help, but we're not giving them the avenue or the, the open door to help us. Yeah. And I'm like, even with building up trauma, it also like. It kind of like shows you like how you're going to respond like in trauma is like, Oh, why are you getting in fights all the time? It's mm-hmm. like, because of maybe something that's happening at home or why do you back talk this way? Or why do you have such an attitude this way? And it's like those things you just really have to have a self reflection of why do I do what I do? And what was the cause of what me doing what I'm doing right now? Yeah. You know? Yeah. That cause and effect. Yeah. Yeah. And it could be a, something as simple as dad, le- dad walked out the house, dad left home. Or mom left, you know, never came back or something happened, God forbid, or adopted or, you know, any words will say, you know, good. Anything, all of that can be traumatized into a young person growing up and then they start to believe that. Yeah. And then what they believe, and that's that's, that's nature. What you believe is what you act out. Mm -hmm. You know, if you believe you're nothing, you're going to start acting like you're nothing. And that's one of the things that we have to. Uh, keep our mind on understanding what trauma is, recognizing uh, the trauma, which is so important, especially when we deal with um, different cultures. Yeah. Um, you know, which um, flow differently. I was around another group of people um, from a different culture, and the way that they responded to their child, their children, to me, I thought was was very very stern um compared to how i thought i you know yeah, how I thought yeah. we would. They, it's a whole nother level so some nationalities cultures they don't play they their 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 style of raising their children or their belief system in the home is is different than even ours um as african-americans so even that can be 
in my eyesight traumatizing as a child to have to be raised in that type of environment where you thought you had it you know strict or bad I but thought i had it bad you know when, when somebody telling you you know hold your head up keep your mouth closed don't look that way don't look that way stand up sit down tuck your shirt in every five minutes that would drive a kid crazy yeah you know but there are um you know but every household is different yeah, that kid and definitely is like, I can't wait <laughs> to get out. Y'all seen those moments where it's like them kids go to the bathroom and just like, <sighs> they go off to college and never come home. Never, exactly. Never come home for Thanksgiving and Christmas. They, 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 they're just gone. And that's another thing, being careful of, that, that as parents, I believe we have to recognize those signs. Mm-hmm. If our child is too quiet, if our child, if we have to, as parents, be able to tap in. We can't be so consumed by working, not wanting to spend time with our kids, not having at least a conversation with them, making sure they're good, checking their, you know. Yeah. We have to do that as parents just to make sure our kids are cool because yeah. children nowadays, again, is different than when I was raised. You know, it's a different generation. With social media alone, that can can mess up a child's social media alone can be traumatizing yeah you know that whole aspect of the different reality shows to the people that's on there to the things they have co- you know, access to that stuff is traumatizing i know you were saying growing up you you was going to sleep to the national anthem back in the day <laughs> i mean you know back in the, the 80s you know yeah. growing up you know we we one tv two would be lucky and we didn't personally have no phones. We didn't have no iPads. We didn't have no desktops or laptops and none of that stuff. Yeah. So, you know, things, times were a lot different where there was less need, you know, to be involved with ADHD or have anxiety because growing up back in the day, our remedy was a belt. You right. know, we, we didn't, all, all these, um, you know, situations happening now with needing uh, a therapist for everything. We didn't, our therapist back then was our parents in the belt. Right. Okay, so this is this is the next question <laughs> that I was going to ask you, right? Because I love just asking questions because we're we're in different generations. Uh-huh. So when it comes to like the healing, the recovery part of trauma, I was going to ask you what do you what do you think? Because I, you know, people go to therapists now, right, right? But you know, like you were just saying, growing up, you know, you really didn't. It was no therapist. Some people was like, "My barber's my therapist." You know, you mm-hmm. sit in a chair and you talk. So it's just like, what, in your expertise or your opinion, would you think like, okay, this is the best form of healing? Is there a best form of healing, or it just differs on this scenario? Well, growing up, you know, raised in a household with two parents, and then always in church, um, and then always having morals and responsibilities put before us. I think helped us to be more grounded mm-hmm. like every morning we had to get up and we had to make up our beds we couldn't go to school without our bed being made up you know we couldn't go outside and have on our school clothes we had to change clothes you know so it's certain responsibilities that we were instilled with growing up mm-hmm. um, that i think helped to as much as possible keep us keep the foundation um leveled now that's that didn't stop the trauma from happening to me um, or incidents happening to me or anyone else. So in situations like that, when I, you know, when you go through trauma as a child and you're not able to express that, it grows yeah. like a seed. And over time it grows and you're not knowing that it's growing, but it's growing into something that's dangerous. And for me, um, the best thing that helped me kind of like suppress it until I was able to get 
heal from it mm-hmm. was the fact that I was that I had a relationship with God. I'm gonna keep it 100 because if I didn't have a relationship with God, what I went through, what I was traumatized with, could have took me out. Yeah. So because I prayed, because I I had that that foundation, it helped me know and believe belief system believe that okay i can get through this i can press through it i'm gonna be healed from this when it's time and when the time came um it happened but it's not to say that i didn't go through my um my wilderness experience right because it it, it, it took a toll on me and not just me but those um, who were close to me you know and it affected relationships but with that whole process understanding how it affects you emotionally psychologically physically mentally is so important so did i did i have did i seek therapy yeah outside of um you know uh my pastor of course but also a professional so i did go to a therapist to get some some insight and some closure um on some things that 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 i was struggling with i was able to express it i was also able to share it in other ways as well which allowed me to have some closure and be able to be totally healed from that process yeah um so i think that's important to have um a therapist your your spiritual advisor your counselor your pastor someone you can confide in to be able to be a listening ear but also help you um go through your healing process because if you're not healed from that again like we said before hurt people hurt people people dealing with trauma have the ability to cause trauma or drama for someone else. Yeah. And it can be in the form of manipulation. It could be in the form of witchcraft. It could be in the form of, um, uh, with me, whatever it could be to try to pull somebody into that place, um, to take advantage of. Mm-hmm. So that, that, that is very, that's good. There's so many different forms yeah, of yeah. trauma. Like when we just get into the yeah, we just getting just just opening it up, scratching the surface. So we already know this is definitely going to have to be a con, uh, a part two because we you think about it, even those who come from the military did with uh, PTSD, yeah. you know, and you know those who smoked or deal with drugs and had you know. So it's it's trauma. Our society has been you know undercover built on trauma. Mm. And we're now coming to the understanding and realization that we need mental health. We don't just need mental health, but we need to have s- belief and faith in something or someone. For us, we know it's God. For yeah. someone else, it may be whoever their God is. But we we have faith and we have belief in that 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 higher power to help us. You know, stay rooted, to stay healed, to stay delivered, to to stay accountable. Yep. So when you're dealing with trauma, I think, too, with trauma, you have to be vulnerable enough to want to be accountable to make sure you don't slip, to make sure you're following the necessary steps to a full recovery. I -hmm. think that's very important. I mean, even with alcoholics, smokers, they all have like things that they go through so they don't have a slip up and revert back to, you know, where they came from. So this is. This is good. Like you, we didn't even talk about trauma when it comes to you know losing a loved one and oh, yeah. so many yeah. other aspects of it. Yeah. So for everybody watching, y'all are just gonna have to stay tuned. Well, you said something important for everybody watching. So we're gonna we're gonna get it working. We're gonna get it connected soon where you can see us as well. But right now, thank you for tuning in. Yes, definitely, definitely, and we hope that you uh, 
follow us, subscribe, you know, like, share, um, let us know, reach out to us, DM us, let us know how, um, you know, if this means anything to you, what it's meant to you. Yeah. yeah. Let us know. Um, there is going to be a new option for you to donate. Donations are appreciated, um, but they're not required. You don't have to. Um, but we thank you all the the more, you know, for what you do, even for listening. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And again, if you also have suggestions, because we got some stuff coming down the pipeline, let us know as well so we can uh, give you a, give you a shout out. For those who do donate, those who do so, we'll definitely give you, give you a shout out as well. So keep that in mind. We appreciate you so much. Those who've already downloaded, those who've already subscribed and are following us on all the platforms from Spotify to Buzzsprout to um, come on, on Apple, iTunes, all the different podcast sites. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You know where to follow us at? Malik underscore Brookins. Clarence underscore Brookins, he, IG, Facebook. Everything. Twitter. He got the he got the underscore now. Yeah. Hey, y'all, we on threads, too. We oh, on yeah, threads. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. So y'all go ahead and follow us on threads. All right. But until next time, y'all be well.